Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. I'm Belinda Janneke and today in the studio we've got Dekalele Monyamane with me. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Belinda? Always good. It is such a pleasure to see you so many times. I've been inviting you to so many sessions as a speaker, really sharing all your wisdom and knowledge. And when I had a look at this new biography of yours, <laughs> I was like, of course, Dekalele did this. <laughs> of course she did. Tell us about... Just your career in general, how did we get from the beginning to the end? <laughs> yes, I think the last time we spoke, I was at PwC probably back in the days. Um, so yes, um, I guess I started, I did my articles at PwC. Um, I always knew that I'm not really an auditor, like at heart, uh, but it was really great experience, uh, provided an in-depth uh, view of business. And I felt, okay, I want to go learn on the business side. Um, so I left and I started at SAB as a financial planner. Then I moved to Lesotho to go start a business. Um, and then after that, I was, one of my clients said, no, you have to join us full time and then that's when I joined I came back into corporate um, and I joined um, as a um, head of strategy and projects um, and in that role one of the projects I worked on was a finance project and because of my finance background um, we agreed with my boss that uh, maybe I should go into finance um, and I headed finance I've been heading finance now for the past year so yeah it's been a lot of really taking risks and trying to be intentional you know um, I'm one of those people that sets their goals at the beginning of the year um one of my friends was, was reminding me that i used to do that i used to tell them okay guys let's sit down and set our goals um so i think yeah a, a part of it has been you know trying to design the kind of career that i want um and a big part of it is also taking opportunities as they arise and not being afraid to just go for it and see what i can get out of it and also not being afraid to change my mind yes. when things are not working out in a certain direction Okay, so if we backtrack a little bit, what was the degree that you got? Um, I'm a chartered accountant. Chartered so account. I did accounting, yes. I did a BAC here at the University of the Free State. Okay, and that was sort of like in the beginning the dream, but the moment when you started to work for PwC, that's when you realized, no, this is not going to happen. Actually, from the beginning, when I got to the University of the Free State, um, I did not know what to study. So the struggle was really in the beginning, which I think a lot of students struggle with, especially if you are very good at a lot of things. So people tell you, oh, you can be anything that you want mm. and no one really guides you that yes you can do whatever you want but what are you good at uh, what are you strong at what what kind of things do your parents or teachers see standing out um, so that they can guide you in making a decision so I really struggled uh, to make a decision uh, but once I did I committed to it because also I came from a background where I was raised by my grandmother um, I didn't have the option to you know chop and change mm. so once I, I committed to a path I told myself I'm going Going to commit until I become a CA and then I will see what I can do with the degree. So then moving through all these other various jobs that you now had, who made you then decide that, you know, make these decisions? Like how did you get mm. to those yeah. So no one, no one at all. Um, when I when I decided to leave um, the audit firm, um, I just decided I didn't even know which industry I wanted to go to. Um, but there was an opportunity at SAB. So I thought, OK, I can take that opportunity. Um, and I only worked there for eight months. And I realized um, I couldn't, you know, relate to the to the vision of, you know, selling. <laughs> 
beverages. Mm. And so I decided, mm, I don't think, um, I like the role, but I don't like the industry. So, um, and then at the time, there was also an opportunity to go back to um, Lesotho. I was moving to get married. So when I got there, it was a matter of, okay, what do I do with the skills that I have and the degree that I have? And that's when I went into starting a consulting business. Also not having a clue, I never thought I could be an entrepreneur, but I said, okay, I have accounting skills. And as I started giving businesses accounting services, I realized I'm actually more passionate about the entrepreneurial development side of it. So I was doing less of the accounting and more of the business advisory and coaching and doing um, implementing different programs for different organizations. So I think... Um, like I said, it was just a matter of being awake sort of to, to my life and being aware all the time that, okay, I'm enjoying this aspect of this job, but not this aspect. How can I do more of what I enjoy? And then taking risks. And sometimes those things don't work out um, as you thought they would do. Then you sit and you say, okay, what's working out? What's not working out? And, and doing a lot of research as well. So I think that's what has helped me in my journey. I always sit with myself and reflect um, and no one really makes these decisions, especially as an adult. Um, I think sometimes when you're students, you know, you have your parents forcing you to go on a certain journey. Uh, but once you're out there, you really, even your boss is not going to tell you what's best for you. They can advise, but you have to sit and, and reflect and find out information for yourself. Yeah. I absolutely love what you're saying because I can hear the resilience that you had to have and keep pushing forward. But you also had the curiosity of finding out more mm. and and a lot of self-awareness, having that reflection and all mm. that time. If I look now at students as well, they don't always take the time um, and the, or they might not even find some time. Just put that aside and be self-aware of where am I? What do I like? What do I dislike? What is my passion? Because you have to work every day in, in finances now. Yes. And you need to have a passion for that, right? Yes. And also, I know that a lot of students might not do it because they feel I don't have the luxury to do it. You know, sort of me. Um, I didn't come from a home where I could say, you know what, tomorrow I want to start. I want to try arts. I want to try music. And so sometimes they feel, I know I don't want this path, but I'm frustrated by the thought of, of planning because I don't have control of it. But I find that even when you feel like you haven't made the decision to study, let's say, medicine for yourself, in that you can find something that aligns with your skills. Mm. Nowadays, we have a lot of um, doctors that are doing, that are sort of not in the medical field, you know, that are doing other kind of work with their medical degree. So I also advocate for, you know, you don't necessarily have to leave that path completely, mm. but you really have to be intentional about who am I, what am I good at, and how can I use what I have um, to pursue what I really, really want to do. And we're living in an age where you can even get a, a, a CR CFO, a financial chief financial officer that does not have um, an accounting background. I was speaking to one actually that's based in the in the UK, and he was saying he's an engineer by profession, but somehow he ended up as a CFO because then he started getting the relevant experience. Mm. So nowadays it's actually much easier to move within fields. You know, whether you come from science, you want to go into commerce, or you come from commerce and you want to go into a more scientific role. Then it's about okay, even if I'm 33, what other skills can I do? What short courses can I do? So I think being intentional matters whether or not you have the luxury or yeah, it just matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I think if you have, if you have to now look back in your career, is this something that you will take out completely and say, oh, there I've wasted my time? 
um, change it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think obviously there are, you know, sometimes more straight sort of straight line ways to get to a, a path. So if I look at, for example, if I knew very early on that I really am passionate about business and I love strategy, for example, um, right now I'm going into another role next month, which is a digital role, digital digital technology. So maybe I could have studied uh, computer science. Um, so there are things that I think, oh, if I knew early on that I was passionate about this, I would have chosen a different path. But the experience will always give you something there Absolutely. is always something to take away from an experience you know um i did um i was a waitress back when i was a student for a week and then i was like this is not for me but in that week i can tell you that there are certain um you know things that i took from that experience so yeah. i think um i think it was um, nelson mandela actually when they asked him a question and they said what is it that you would change about your past and he said that is such a silly question because yeah. i can never go back yes. yes so i think yeah the any opportunity will teach you something yeah. even if you regret you know taking that path yeah. but there will be lessons to take that will serve you in something that is more for you as you are talking i'm, I'm feeling this happening in my own life as well because life happened to me yeah. it, it, i never had the exact plan and yes there are certain things that i also wish i knew before mm. so that i can maybe like gain another 10 years <laughs> of my life but but also every experience contributed to who i am today what i know and what i can mean to other people as well and i can see that in you as well yes definitely yeah. and i've seen women for example will get married too young um or have kids too young like there's so many yeah. things that can happen but those things cannot take away um from your from you, you cannot take away the experiences yes and the lessons we can take from those yeah yeah lady tell me about the best day in your career to date Mm, just one day. <laughs> I know it's difficult. <laughs> yes. I think honestly the best day was um when I qualified as a CA. Um and when we had this um ceremony. Saika has the ceremony where they hand out our certificates. Um and I still have this picture from that day. Um and it was a victory because I failed my CTA. Um, I had to go study, you know, uh, part-time uh, with UNISA while working at PwC. And um, I always tell, you know, when I talk to students and fellow um, accountants that I used to pray the serenity prayer when I was doing my articles, when I was walking up the street, <laughs> um, Second Avenue, and I would be praying because it was so, it was such a tough time. It took so much to show up um, because I think it was just not naturally how I'm inclined, you know, the way of working and learning. Um, but when I qualified um, and I had to repeat my, my, my board exam twice, my first board exam. So when I qualified, it was a victory because I had given myself a timeline that I wanted to qualify within the seven years, even if I was going to repeat some stuff in the middle. And so that was a victory. Um, and it was also day one for me. Um, for a lot of people I know being a CA is like the destination but for me it was like after that the world is going to open up because i'm going to use this degree to open up my world so even when we speak now i remember that day yeah and that brings hope to um everybody that's still studying yes. you know there's hope there's that hope means. just keep pushing through and have that resilience to just keep going yes lady, tell me what makes you good at your job firstly curiosity 
um, I want to learn. I genuinely want to learn um, about the industry that I'm working on. If uh, back when I was still in consulting, you know, you deal with different clients at different times. So today you could be working with a client in the education sector. Tomorrow it's a different client and you have a limited time to deliver. So you need to learn as much as you can, as fast as you can, which I think that's, I also got that from auditing. And then secondly is being able to bridge, uh, bridge relationships, being able to reach out. Um, finance people are known for sitting back and waiting because people need us. But what I learned, what has really um, been beneficial for me is going out and understanding what people do and understanding how I can better serve them and um, not acting like I know everything. Yeah. So that willingness to also learn from other people and networking, that's what yes. I get as from, from that as well. Yes, yes. Because, I mean, just look at you <laughs> having your own business and a client of yours said, we need you back in corporate. Yes, yes. And also delivering over and above what's required of you. I think that's so important. When you show people that I can add value, they say, you know, we just want you to come. We don't know what you're going to do for us, but we feel if you are there, you're going to be able to add some value. That's another thing that I really, um, I talk to a lot of young people about. Sometimes you get a client and they're not really willing to pay for your services. But as soon as they see you deliver and they, and they see you deliver over and above, you know, the bare minimum, sometimes they're willing to say, oh, we need you. How can we keep you? How can we keep getting more services? So sometimes people think I need to get paid just for showing up at work. I don't believe in that. I yeah. think you need to show yourself as valuable. You'll still get paid because you do have to get paid. But when you're valuable, that's more sustainable. People will want you back and they'll want more of you. Yeah. People yeah. are watching you. It's not just on social yes. media. They're actually <laughs> watching you in real life. Yes. And how you're delivering. But Everything cannot just be good at work. So what, what is what is the tough thing that you can think about or the hard things um, that you need to deal with sometimes? Yes, I think the toughest thing in any work environment is you have to work with people. So when I think about back in CTA in school, you just have to study alone. And you you if you pull your weight, you'll see the results. If you don't, um, you won't see the results. In the work environment, you can still pull your weight. But if other team members don't, you're not going to be successful. So um, whether you're in finance and you're pulling your weight, but marketing is not pulling their weight, you're not going to be successful as an organization. So the toughest thing is working with people um, and, you know, people of different characters and also working in areas where you can't control. You can't control the input. You can't control the outcome. You just have to show up. And it's also tough failing. Failing in the work environment is tough. You will fail. Not everything you do will be successful. You'll miss a deadline. Um, you'll disappoint a client. Um, you will go through maybe personal hardships and not be able to deliver at work. So those are some of the tough things that you have to deal with and learn how to recover from. Because everyone fails, but people that then do not um, bounce back after their failure uh, those are the people that then suffer. Their confidence goes down. And then one failure results in like 10 failures um, just because someone didn't bounce back. So, yeah, the work environment is very tough. And the fact that uh, one of the things we struggle with, um, especially students that are very good students, is it's no longer, there's no marks, you know, there's no, and there's no top student anymore. Yeah. yeah. You're just one of the people delivering. And sometimes not getting that recognition can feel kind of weird and having to deliver um, but it's you get used to yeah you just learn to adjust um, and and 
and and become resilient you are touching on an amazing so point there <laughs> recognition recognition yes. does not come as often as it used to as a student yes and that is also where the resilience thing kicks in you need to keep going yes you need to push forward share one secret about your job something that outsiders would never guess mm, it's not glamorous <laughs> <laughs> The cat is out of the bag. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as we thought. It's not. It's not glamorous. Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes the kind of work you have to do. Like I remember in auditing when we used to do stock counts. Oh, my word. We would go to some factory somewhere, like a warehouse, and then you have to wear safety boots and you have to count like T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this is not where I studied to become a chartered accountant. <laughs> so, yeah, there are, I guess, a lot of secrets but the it's not as glamorous yes not always at least not always i yes. think yeah some of the victories some of the wins that you have and you know helping a client or uh, definitely that, definitely that makes, that makes it, it worth it yes take yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lady it is uh, also time now for our fire questions are you ready okay i'm ready <laughs> coffee or tea tea sweet or salty um mix <laughs> remote or on site remote <laughs> every morning i um forget to eat breakfast my favorite word is passion dig <laughs> lady thank you so much for joining me today in the studio i really appreciate always talking to you such wisdom and all of the best also with with the, this next move of yours yes thank you so much it was such a pleasure and i'm always here if you want to chat that's it for now listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success